This is the ActiveX Back Show from Edinburgh, Scotland's vibrant capital. Hosted by award-winning registered osteopath, author and all-round pain guru, Gavin Routledge. If you want relief or prevention of lower back pain or sciatica, and you want to be healthier, keep listening. The following program should not be taken as medical advice, but for informational purposes only. Hey, 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 ActiveXers. So in this episode, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast, I am going to be talking about what are the types of lower back pain. And there are three, albeit there are probably different ways that there are, not just probably, there are definitely many different ways of categorizing lower back pain. But I'm going to go with the biggest and, and certainly medically accepted approach to categorizing lower back pain. We have three different types. So I'm going to cover those and then talk about how to differentiate between the three. Okay, here we go. So the first type is pathological. Now, pathological, this is the least common and it's very important for me to stress this at the beginning. And that's why I'm talking about it first because I want to kind of dispense with it and get it out of the way. It's often the elephant in the room. Is it possible I could have something nasty wrong with my lower back causing that pain? So it is possible, but less than half a percent of lower back pains are due to pathology. Now, what do I mean by pathology? Pathology is a disease process. And this could be metabolic, it could be what we call neoplastics, or due to cancer. Neoplasms are another word for tumorous cancers. Um, it could be infection, it could be degeneration, but the big one, or the one that most people are concerned about, is cancer. But that is a very, very small incidence, a very rare cause of lower back pain. It's possible, but it's rare. So pathology is one type of lower back pain, okay? Not something I want you to focus on unless you answer yes to one or more, especially more than one of what we call the safety questions. And I'll come back to the safety questions at the end when I'm talking about how to differentiate between the three types of lower back pain. So the first type is pathological. The second type, and this is getting technical now, is mechanical radiculopathy. Uh, what do I mean by that? Well, mechanical, you can guess. So mechanical is to do the mechanics of your lower back, physical structures. Radiculopathy. Now, the radicular nerves are nerves that are exiting from the spinal column. As they exit through what's called the intervertebral foramen, which are little gaps between the two bones, the two vertebrae, as they exit through there, that's called the radicular nerve. And if there's something wrong with the nerve, a disorder of the, that radicular nerve, that's called a radiculopathy. And if it's, it's mechanical, so it's due to some kind of mechanical pressure or irritation, that is a mechanical radiculopathy. So what can cause a mechanical radiculopathy? I'm getting good at saying that phrase. Um, and what can cause a mechanical radiculopathy? I'm going to shorten it to MR because it's a bit of a mouthful. What can cause an MR? Um, so two obvious structures, the bone uh, and particularly the, the junction of those two bones, the joint of those two bones and the disc because the disc is adjacent to that gap as well, forms part of the, 
the perimeter, the surrounding of that gap. So you've got a vertebra above, a bone above, and a bone below, and a disc in between. And the, the bones are kind of, I should have got bones to show you, but they're very irregular shape. And they form a small hole, a small aperture through which the radicular nerve passes. And if that, the anatomy of that hole changes, you can get pressure on the radicular nerve. Now, disc prolapses, bulges, herniations and so on can go into that space and impact the radicular nerve, causing a radiculopathy. The bones themselves can change shape too, so and most commonly this is related to wear and tear. So you get bony outgrowths called exostoses or osteophytes where the bone changes shape and you get little bits of gnarly bits of bone growing off and that can close down the space that the nerve is coming through that intervertebral foramen. So those would be the causes of a mechanical radiculopathy. Okay. Third type is non-specific lower back pain. So what do we mean by that? And this is a term that certainly inflames a lot of clinicians and may very well have inflamed you if you've been labelled as having non-specific lower back pain. All it means is you don't have a pathology and you don't have a mechanical radiculopathy. So there isn't a physical identifiable cause for your pain, or at least not an easily identifiable cause. So you're just dumped in this kind of melting pot of non-specific lower back pain. But actually within that, there is a lot of um, nuances. And as a clinician who specializes in this area, I will tell you there are a number of things I can do examination-wise to determine what's most likely to be a big factor in your non-specific lower back pain, whether that be muscle, ligament, tendon, uh, things like instability, all sorts of possibilities. But the interesting thing with non-specific lower back pain is once we've excluded the nasties, the pathology and the mechanical radiculopathy, then, I thought I was getting good at that, then, um, then we're left with this non-specific lower back pain group. And so long as you stick to some pretty sound, simple principles, then you can get better. And if you want more on that, listen to episodes one to six of the podcast, the Active Expats podcast. Okay. So non-specific lower back pain is this kind of melting pot of all sorts of possible mechanical things that can be strains going on in your lower back, whether that be a, an acute, um, a recent onset, sudden strain, like you lifted something very heavy, or something that's built up over a long period of time, a kind of cumulative strain. All of them resulting in this non-specific lower back pain. Now, as you'll see if and hear if you listen to those uh, foundational episodes of the Active Xbox podcast one to six, I am very much more interested in going upstream than that and looking at what are the actual risk factors for non-specific lower back pain. So not actually what's going on in the nitty-gritty of the moment, but how did you get there? So go upstream. What are the risk factors that have pushed you closer to the edge of that cliff of pain? And if you don't identify those, you're just going to keep having recurring episodes. So not going to dive into that at this stage, but go back and listen to those episodes. So we've covered pathology, 
mechanical radiculopathy and non-specific lower back pain. This is the way of categorizing different types of lower back pain. Now, how do we do that? How do we differentiate between the three? First off, go to backpainandsciatica.co.uk and take the free assessment there because right at the beginning of that, there is a series of questions, what I call safety questions. And if you answer yes to one or more of those questions, it increases the chances that you may have a pathological origin of your lower back pain. Now, especially if you answer yes to two, three, four, the more you answer yes to, the more the chances rise that you have a pathological cause and you definitely should be at that point consulting a medically trained practitioner to have further investigation. However, remember, it is less than half a percent of people who have a pathological cause of lower back pain. But to get that reassurance, go do the question answer bit with the chat bot and you'll get a PDF report fired out to you off the back of that engagement. And that will not just help you to differentiate whether you're in that patho potentially pathological group, but more value than that. It'll tell you what different exercises you're best suited to do and so on and so on. So mechanical radiculopathy. So there, now you'll know if you might have a radiculopathy, because if you have a radiculopathy, you have an irritation to a spinal nerve, that will give you pain and or pins and needles along somewhere along the length of that nerve. Now there are other ways of getting pain and pins and needles radiating, in this case, down your leg, because the nerves from your lower back go, well, apart from going to the bowel and the bladder and the pelvis and so on, they go down your lower, they go down into your leg. So if you have pain and or pins and needles radiating down your leg, you may have a mechanical radiculopathy. You could, however, have what we call referred pain. You can also get referred pins and needles. So not due to direct pressure on the nerve, but just this kind of referred mechanism, which I'm not gonna go into um, how that works, because I've done that before. Um, but how to differentiate referred symptoms from radiculopathy symptoms? Well, if your pain if you don't have pain or pins and needles below the knee, it's more likely that the pain you have radiating down your leg is due to referred pain. And if the pain below, if you do have pain below the knee and or pins and needles, if the pain below your knee is worse than the pain above the knee, it's more likely to be a radiculopathy. Okay? Hope I've explained that well. So radiculopathy pain tends to be worse below the knee. So you could have pain in your buttock, thigh, calf, sole, or foot, but classically with a mechanical radiculopathy, the pain in the calf or foot will be worse than the pain above the knee. Okay? And how do we work out whether you have non-specific lower back pain? Well, it's a diagnosis of exclusion, as we say. So if you don't have a pathology, if you've answered no to all the nasty uh, safety questions, and you don't have pain radiating down your leg, or even if you do, if it doesn't seem to be a mechanical radiculopathy, then we're left with non-specific lower back pain. And there we have it. So a bit of a long uh, diatribe on what other types of lower back pain, but I hope it's been of value to you. As ever, if you want more personalized help, go to backpainandsciatica.co.uk or if you're in the Edinburgh area in Scotland and you want um, someone to assess you 
in person, then look us up active-x.co.uk. Okay, enjoy speaking to you again. See you again soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the ActiveX Back Show. If you found this helpful, please pass along our web address to your friends and colleagues, active-x.co.uk, and please leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you have any questions related to lower back pain or sciatica, send them in, and Gavin will aim to answer them in future episodes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at ActiveX Backs.